Learning University. It's your girl, Cass Lee, and here is with me is my co-host. This is your girl, Chelsea, aka Rockin' Them Jays. And we're back with part two of Blackout Tuesday. I know it's Wednesday, but still, we're continuing. And we have three special guests here today. We have Tyler from Las Vegas, Ant from Las Vegas, and Dominique from Atlanta, Georgia. All right. Well, I want to thank all of our guests for coming in today and taking time out to talk about this very important discussion. Uh, first off, I want to know your guys' reaction on the recent verdict that just got changed for the officers. What Where it went up from, I think it was third degree to second degree now. Yeah. Mm. I mean, is that all four officers or is that just the main officer is the question. Just the main officer. Just the main officer. They just, they just arrested the other two guys, I think either last night or this morning, or the other three last night or this morning. So I'm not sure if they've really announced what their charges are going to be yet. Um, it will probably be lesser because technically they didn't physically put their hands on George Floyd. No, they did. They did. Oh, they did. Yeah, it was the, the only, one, the only the person that did not physically put their hands on George Floyd was the uh, officer Tao. I was the only officer that did not put his hands on George. But, when I but it just goes to show, like how it is, if you rob a bank, if you drove a car, if you was there, if you knew uh, about the man. Yeah, it's, it's supposed like, to all like be that, the same. Yeah, again, because their officers, I don't think it's gonna go like that. Uh, I think a lot of people are waiting to see if this is going to be another George Zimmerman trial, you know, so a lot of people, it's cool. It's like, yeah, cool. Appreciate it that you guys finally arrested them, but why did we have to take things this far for them to get arrested? You know, the same thing with uh, Ahmaud Arbery. You know, why does it take a month and a half just for action to be taken? Because if it was me in that situation and I shot a white kid or anybody else, I would have been either killed that same day or I would have been arrested within the hour if that an hour you know then you gotta even think even if you do everything right at that moment what happens when we're not all around what happens in the jail cells what happens you know when it's behind closed doors and it's just the cops and us in the car yeah exactly you know it's a lot of different stuff so just wait and see i guess That's the whole thing what I don't understand is what people don't seem to understand about what's going on. They think that the rioting and looting is for just no reason at all. Like they yeah. think just for like a, I guess just because we that's what we do. And it's not what we do. But we have to take it to a certain place to let something like that's a shame we have to actually take it to that place just to show hey, or just to show signs of anything. Why can't we just sit there and have, I guess, I think, same... <clears throat> go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, I was gonna say, I think anybody that, it doesn't matter what race you are, I think humans, animals, any anything with a mind to think, to fight for themselves. If you back them in a the corner long enough, they're gonna fight back. That's the bottom line. And I think as a community, as a culture, as a whole, um, I feel like blacks are pretty, we're pretty passive people. We're very humble, I feel. 
you know, and I feel like the only time that we feel like we have to show another side of ourselves is when we're put under pressure, you know, when we're continuously tested, we're continuously poked at for no reason, you know, and it's, it's, it comes down to the, the riots, the so-called riots and the protesters. I label it as just like most blacks could relate to, you got your blacks and then you got your niggas. You understand? And black people will always attest to not trying to be a nigga. Because at the end of the day, even though the definition of nigga does not define us as a person, you know, it defines your intelligence as a person. You know, you, you just but basically- there are still ignorant niggas out there yeah. that aren't educating themselves to be woke. Exactly. But the thing about it is, is that we get, a lot of us get wrapped up into what we see on TV. We see somebody else do it and they jump onto it. I don't think it has anything to do with the color of the skin, the people that are actually choosing to root. You know, whether they're black, Hispanic, white, Asian, doesn't matter. They're just choosing to steal just to steal. That's something mm -hmm. I don't agree with. I never have agreed with it. Excuse me. I never have agreed with it, you know, because we're trying to have peaceful protests, you know, and, and literally walk the streets to get a point across. But we do have people that are like secret agents and people that are trying to cause more conflict when that's not what we're about. And people don't understand. It's like, it's so easy to people to always remember the good that you'll do. But then, I mean, don't remember the good that you do, but always remember the bad that's going on. Nobody can ever remember when Martin Luther King tried to protest and try to make things right and they shot him. It took Malcolm X to kind of be his alter ego and and really just punch somebody in their mouth and let them know like, yo, we here, like this is what needs to happen. Even though he was going against the, the nation of Islam, you know, and <clears throat> having to fight his own people, having to fight, you know, the whites and anybody else that was going against him. He was trying to make a point that people didn't want to hear at that time because he was so aggressive with it, but it was what was needed at that time. You know, and, and, we, need, and we need Black Panthers. I mean, yeah, this is the this. Those are the people that we need to protect us during this protest, so that when we exactly. do, when it does get outrageous, we have our own army. This, this is the same people that started WIC for our women. Like mm -hmm. this, that's the biggest part of they diminish that to where we have no type of protection around us. We're going in exactly. full arm of our own. This is women, this is children, this is teenagers. We have nobody to fall back on us or prote to protect us. Even if they do go out there with the equipment that they need, it's being destroyed by the police. Exactly. Anytime camera. they see us coming up, they always want to tear it back down because they know once we come together as a unit, you know, and actually fight for one another, it's, it's so hard to take down anybody that's like that, you know? And it is a scary force to reckon with because of the fact that our skin, just, just our skin alone intimidates people. You know, we don't even have to open up our mouths a lot of times. People can, anybody race can basically look at us and just tell like, damn, I don't want to fuck with that person. You know, and all we got to do is just look at them. And we don't, we don't even have any ill will intentions or anything like that, you know? So it's one of those things that it's like, <clears throat> at this time, I feel like we have to keep punching them in their mouth, you know, for them to understand. I feel like we have to keep being aggressive because the moment that we let off their neck, they're going to continue to give back on our neck and they're going to continue to kill us. So at this point, we need to put them to the brink of, of just passing out and everything else so they can understand it. That's how I feel. And I, you know, I'm, I'm cool with things going the way they're going for the rest of our lives until our, that point is getting across. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm glad to be alive during a time like this because 
so much that we hear about, you know, our grandmothers, our grandfathers, and, and mostly our parents, something like that, that's actually going through this at a time, you know, and now that we're actually living in that time, we don't, we have a black leader that I've seen so far yet, like Martin Luther King, like Malcolm X, you know, that is speaking out. We have multiple black leaders, but not so impactful that people are, are following the charge. We're just, we're kind of disorganized, but we're trying to come together. And I think it's just because people are so shocked that so much is being put into this, that it's, it's, it's a mental drain, it's a spiritual drain, you know, and it, it takes time that you have to disconnect at times for like three days or something, you know? Yeah, just yeah, because when you, when you become woke, there's levels to it. And then when you yeah. try to explain it to somebody that isn't, it, they, they're so, and it's not even meant to be funny, but they're so, um, what's the word? It's not arrogant, but dumb. I've told people that they're not. We were all we were all there where we where we thought that everything that we learned in history was true, and that we aren't the true Israelite. Like all that stuff that you have to learn and really like obtain, like from the the books that I've read from uh, Babylon to Timbuktu, you know, being a slave. Like there's so much stuff that people don't even know, and when you try to get there and try to explain it to somebody, you sound crazy. But it's not crazy. We were Mm -hmm. already here. Like there's just so much stuff that you have to learn and it's so overwhelming. It's literally erasing everything you ever learned and retraining your brain to believe that you are very important, as important as these people are trying to hide and see. Like we we have the capability to make a world, which is what we did. We brought the United States together. We, it was, and a lot of people just don't even see that. It's never, it's never talked about. It's never because, praised about because they whitewash our history. They wrote yes. history books. They're not gonna tell. They're not you. If anything, like one thing I always look at when we're in school is they never talk about really the impact that Black people had on music. Like none of that. All you hear about is the slaves and the civil rights movement. That's it. That's all. That's all I had. I don't think Dominique when we were going to school. I don't even, because Dominic, you went through Indian Creek fully. I only went for one year, but I don't remember ever seeing any black history in our school. Except in they the made school. us, they made us watch the roots and do a, a report about it. And I mean, understand how that makes me feel that I'm in a room with 15 other white children and it's just me in there and they watching this and they looking at me. And then I'm like, this is my first time seeing it too. Like, I, I mean, it's just that that's what you want to show people. That's what you, so that they look, so they think that's what we all come from because our ancestors came from that, but I'm not no broke slave cotton picking female. I'm a very educated black woman. And if you keep reminding them at that young age that that's who they think that they are, that's think that's what they think will always be. And yeah. I'm, that's not who I am. And my parents instilled to me to not be just that. Don't be a dumb nigger like they tell you to be, period. Yeah. What I want to touch on next is, Tyler, how do you feel? Do you like, I, I know everyone has actually, I, I've deleted a lot of people, but I've seen you go back and forth on your Facebook page with a lot of people. And I want just to know what has your experience been with just 
basically taking the stand that you had to? I mean, for me, it's not, it's not one of those things where like, oh, it's so hard to speak out about because I mean, it's, it's, it's not even an issue of race. It's like an issue of morals. Where, where the fuck are your morals? Like, where do your morals lie? A lot of the people I go back and forth with on Facebook, I have a lot of people on my Facebook that I don't know, like, that are from different places. I've never, I was younger, I was really big in social media and stuff like that. So, when something like this occurs, you see a lot, it's just like when Donald, when Donald Trump was running for president, and you see a lot of people just being ignorant. I think a lot of it comes from, especially, like, older people, they don't want <clears throat> say that admit they're wrong a lot of people don't want to you know look at things that are opposite to their views because they're afraid of other people like judging them their peers judging them people in their political party judging it at their jobs or you know in in the schools that they go to they don't want people to judge them and be like oh you're like one of those like social justice warriors like some like a bad apparently to be like a social justice warrior or whatever it is a lot of those people take the time to respond to them because first it makes me really angry to see it obviously but like I want those people to really you know maybe there might be somebody who hears what I'm saying and is like oh maybe she's maybe she's right you know as somebody who my mom is a minority but I look white like I'm a, I'm a white person so for me I never have to worry about the things that you guys do, you know, I mean, like I never, when I, when so I get pulled over, I don't have to worry about being pulled out of my car and beaten and arrested. I have to worry about maybe getting a ticket. And honestly, that rarely ever happens because I'm a white female, you know, and they don't, they don't see me as like a threat. They don't see it as, you know, bad or anything like that. They just think that, oh, it's just another white girl when it should be that way for everybody, you know, like nobody should worry about a routine traffic stop, for, intent, for instance, you know, like worrying about what's going to happen when the cop comes to my car and sees I'm a black person. Like, that's horrible. And from a family, my family is very Republican, very right wing. They're all Donald Trump supporters. They're all like the Blue Lives Matter people. I have a lot of people in law enforcement that are in my family. And, you know, when there was the protest was going on downtown, like my uncle was down there tear casting people and like my friends, like arresting asking my friends and for me that is something that you need to look at yourself and really question is is this the kind of person that I want to be yeah and is, is this what, what my job is turning me into right exactly like when do when you reach a level of desensitivity where you feel comfortable going to a peaceful protest and shooting people with tear gas and shooting them with rubber bullets it just shows you how corrupt and like blind our society has come. But it's, but it's a willing blindness. It's a willing blindness because they have had, there's so many opportunities, especially last time this, the Black Lives Matter movement was in a lot of media and stuff. They didn't take the opportunity to learn. They use it as a way to stereotype black people and stereotype people who support the Black Lives Matter movement. I can't even tell you how many people are like, oh, if you support and you must want all the cops to be murdered and you want to see all the cops die and it's just it's not us it's not an us versus them thing it doesn't it's not about no. race the, the best way the, the best way i i can look at it as or to explain it to someone <laughs> to be as neutral as possible is look at it as there's all these animals in the world and polar bears are being killed and they're becoming extinct so we're gonna go for 
all for polar bears. Not all for everybody, just all right. for the polar bears because they're dying. How can you not understand that? It's not polar bears against all the other animals. It's not Black people against cops. It's about our people are dying and we're trying to come together so that you all can see it, that we're going to become extinct after mm. be if, there's, if things don't change. Right. I know here. I know good black cops in Atlanta, but sometimes when you get in in a crowd, people don't know how to sustain and be one with themselves. They don't right. know how to do that. They feel like they need a posse. And when you become a cop, if you don't get along with the other cops, then you by yourself. And I'm okay with being by myself, but not a lot of people can do that. Right. I feel like right. They're too afraid to take a stand. Yeah. And, it's, and it's sad. Especially if they're too afraid or they don't want to educate themselves. I feel like there's a lot of white people. Like, <clears throat> it's not about, like, oh, it, it's about the one to be, like, the one to be educated. Like, if you know, okay, if I'm whatever race except Black, that I know that I don't know anything about the Black culture. So the first thing I'm going to do is educate myself. So then I can sit here and figure out, okay, so why do they feel like this? Because that's the question. Why? That's what they always asking us. Why are you guys acting like this? Why is it? Why, why are you so defensive? Like we we still are in a modern day slavery. That's never going to change. That's why I feel like that's why we have to come to these. We're getting riots. People are getting hurt. Things have to happen in order for something to happen for some kind of change to come. Yeah. Because we can't keep having these these riots and protests, like this whole fucking place is going to have to burn. And if that comes to that, then it, that, it needs to be white. Everything needs to be just white clean, burned down. It's, yeah. And that's how I feel about stuff. Um, the fact that there's still, not even just modern day lynchings, the fact that there is actual lynching still going on to this day. Like um, why? The fact they don't have concentration camps for anybody else. There ain't any, no. Nothing else is going on. But that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The fact that, though, being in the South, you know, I do live in Vegas, but I'm from Georgia. And it's one of those things, like, being in the South and growing growing up, being told that I wasn't able to go outside past a certain time. Like, I actually had a curfew because of the townsfolk, you know. And if I crossed the railroad, who knows what was going to happen? You know, being, being in situations to where I can't even imagine. I think it's been probably just now, it's probably been a decade I can think of just off top possibly that I haven't had an interaction with an officer and had a gun pointed at my face and literally told that either I was not supposed to belong, I did not belong in that area or I fit the description, you know, and there was no questions asked about it. It was just, you know, you fit the description, that's just all that matters. So we have you in custody, you know, and it's just different stuff. <clears throat> I mean, I have stories. The sad part about it is that I have so many stories from the time that I was a kid till, you know, probably like my mid-20s, late-20s and all that stuff. That should never be a thing, you know? It, it's okay to have interactions with cops when you break the law and all that stuff, but to have interactions with cops just because of the color of your skin and everything else, like, that doesn't make sense. The fact that you don't know if you're going to walk out the house and be shot you know, over something like, there was a point in time I really did not want to leave the house because I, I wasn't sure, like, damn, if I leave the house, like, is this the last time I'm going to make it home? You know? We shouldn't and have to think like that. No, You shouldn't what? have to. 
but the thing about it is a lot of people don't understand that other races don't understand not being able to walk out the house and that being something that's on your mind you know that being an interaction that you have to watch what you say to an officer because you seem like a threat even though this man has full body armor on has a weapon you have nothing in your hands you're more of a threat to it's him your presence. it's your soul it's yeah. already built in us and uh, it's, it's one of those things very powerful people exactly and it's one of those anybody that, yeah anybody can feel that way if they tap into their true divine true divine self it's not yeah. a color thing it's a divine it's, feeling. it's, it's a character yeah exactly and it's a character like you know who you are as a person and that's why like um i'm not gonna say where i work at but in general one of my biggest issues i had recently was after george Floyd died i had to think to myself i'm just like man they sent out emails. They sent out emails for the whole site stating how COVID-19 and all this other stuff is affecting the nation. But when George Floyd died, nothing, nothing at all was mentioned. Mm -hmm. Nothing at all. And it bothered me because I'm sitting here like, why are we knowing about all this other stuff that really doesn't matter? COVID-19 is cool. Okay, cool. We don't know what it is, but we know something's out there killing people or something's going on within the world, you know? So it's like, okay, we're aware about that. Stay safe. But then when multiple black men have died within a week to two weeks time or even more than that because of Maud Arbery nobody really knew what was going on until a month and a half later you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and that even still now even if we didn't have social media we probably still wouldn't know that right, right. but I had to speak with um higher ups and all that stuff and address that to them I'm the only one addressing this concern at this time because I'm trying to figure out like why haven't y'all spoke about it and the biggest concern they have is it's too sensitive of a topic to talk about I'm like how is it too sensitive of a topic like at the end of the day like if you don't address it you're, you're offending yeah and if you do address it then you're going to offend somebody but I'm like there's always a neutral standing I'm like if you literally had no you ain't going to defend nobody but a racist yeah like, but you just you just pulling the out day, the racist <laughs> At the end of the day, though, what I'm saying, though, is in a corporate standpoint of trying to stay clear of it, it's like, okay, well, how can I do this? I'm like, the fact that I'm just an employee, I'm a, a, a low-level employee and all that stuff, I'm like, you guys couldn't make a neutral statement just saying, hey, some things took transpired, anybody that needs assistance, you know, with just overcoming that. whatever yeah, is going I mean, on. I'm sure they would have did it for a transgender person. Right. Well, that's another thing, too. As much, you know, and I have you know, do you, that's at the end of the day, I have no, I have friends that are gay. I have, you know, friends that live their lifestyle and I don't judge anybody. It's just, it's not me, you know, but if that's what you feel, that's what you feel. And I have nothing against that. But the thing about it is the, a lot of stuff doesn't get attention and so many people, so many people with the whole all lives matter are the same people that say, well, what about this? What about that? And it's like, it's not that we don't care. It's just at this moment in time, this is what happened had a transgender or had a gay or had a white or an Asian or somebody been killed, then, okay, cool. You still have those people that are standing behind you. You have the LGBT community, you know, that's standing behind you. That's, yeah. making, that, that's fighting that. And that's multiple races that's in that. Yeah, and but what upset me was, was when the whole COVID thing happened and all the Vietnamese came forward for their people. And, you know, they were protesting and saying how this was disrespectful and they were being attacked. But I want to see where they at right now. Yeah, because we still behind want it to be. I don't want it to be just oh, because we're Vietnamese and it's just a one time. No, it needs this needs to happen for everybody. Because right. when transgenders was going through some stuff, I was hyped up for them. 
I was hyped up for the Vietnamese and I'm hyped up for us. So I don't want to have no, oh, y'all hype up for who y'all want to hype up for. I don't like that. I don't but a lot like of people that, that I understand too with the whole like transgenders and gays and all that stuff, there that as a population is not as big as one single race. That's just exactly. that's people don't understand that. So you're not gonna get as much light on that situation a lot of times because there's not that many people that are in that in that percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, and as far as with my job. It had been a week before they even tried to address it. They addressed it the next day after I had brought it up to my higher ups. They addressed it and sent an email out advising people's concerns and all that stuff. And I told them, I was like, even if y'all send an email, I'm not going to care. I was like, the fact that I had to bring this to you as a black man that is worried about walking streets and all that stuff because he's not sure what's going to happen, like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, y'all don't care, you know? Yeah. And it should never get to that point. Like, it's, People are thinking about the wrong thing. People are allowing money. People are allowing egos and all that stuff to rule America. And it, it's just, it's people are tired. Like, you know, am I sad that the officer that was in Vegas got shot? Yes. If it was part of the protesting and everything else, yes. Because of the simple fact, you don't, I don't know if he was innocent. I really don't know. And right. I have friends, I have family that's in law enforcement. Anybody shouldn't have to lose their life right. trying to <laughs> make a, a, a factual statement. Right. But Clear. the thing about Nobody it, should. Yeah, nobody should, but it's to the point now, us as a culture are ready to die for the movement. Mm-hmm. You understand? And yeah, the thing about yeah. it is, you don't put us to this point, like we're ready to die and we will take people with us if we have to, to make a point across of it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, okay, all the other times that y'all took us, we couldn't take one out with us. You just took us no. for the free. So just now like it's like, back, you know, we got people standing behind us. Yeah. You got people standing yeah, behind well, us. You best believe we're gonna take somebody with us and all that stuff to make a point because now it's like you don't you don't did the most for no reason. I like mean, they know. destroyed a black town years ago. Exactly. People don't even know about that. We had our exactly. own police force. We had our exactly. own doctors' offices. We had our own schools, and they came and the burned fact, us down. Do you really that think that they ain't gonna that ain't gonna be the next step for us? Exactly. We will go up people, somewhere into the luxury area and burn that shit down because we are tired. It ain't exactly even about being tired of sleeping. I'm just tired. I'm tired of going to work and being asked, what is your job here? Because you are because you came in first. Are you the nurse? You can't be the nurse. Oh, yeah. you're not the nurse. I'm so tired. Like, And I'm not even the type that like to try to come at you because then that just makes me look like who you think I am. Yeah, exactly. That's like, how it's I feel sad. It's really like, sad. No matter what, I have to watch my tone of voice because it's going to be, oh, you're an angry instead yes, of being an angry man. you got to sit on your hands during yeah, your meetings because if you go woman. like this, you're an angry black woman. Or yeah. don't come and say you can't <laughs> breathe and say that you're having a panic attack. You're just overwhelmed, Dominique. You just need to go sit down. Exactly. And I think a lot of people don't understand, like, the protesting that's going on and all this looting and all this stuff, this is not us. Like we don't we don't learn this. We don't know these things. No, like no. us coming from us coming from Africa in general, we don't know about looting and all this sort of stuff. These are traits that were learned from colonizers in general. Like a lot of stuff that we know now is because they were learned from colonizers. That's just the point blank period. So the fact that a lot of people aren't up to date on history and everything else and the fact that they don't know about Black Wall Street and how a white exactly. woman sat here and lied about a, 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 a black man that's just trying to do his job in general to provide for his family and lies yet again saying that she got raped by him but probably was doing God knows what she shouldn't have been doing at that time 
but didn't want to get in trouble. They destroyed a whole town. You got 200 blacks that died, and then you put another 800 in the hospital and all stuff, and then you destroyed a mm-hmm. whole town because of one person's saying. But if, if we have a black woman that screams rape or anything like that, it just gets overlooked. Like, oh, you was probably out there being a whole, you was out there twerking or whatever the case may be. Like, like my, biggest, that kind of stuff. my biggest fear, and I, and I tell all my partners, if I ever, even in the past, if I ever mm-hmm. get pregnant, Y'all better not leave me in that hospital unconscious because what they do to these black women when they tell them that they are feeling pain and they want to at the door, they tell them, no, you're, you're just, you're just saying that like, you really don't need it. Like I literally see it all the time. These moms come in and they start acting rate because they're in so much pain and they try to prescribe them narcotics and all types of shit to hurt their baby. Like Mm. I, I don't, I don't trust anything anymore. But see, I don't not ever want to be alone in, that's in a hospital room trying to have my that's baby been, for years. That's been going on for centuries, though, because even with Native Americans, they try to wipe out Native American women that way, where they would go to, to be seen by a doctor and everything else while they were pregnant, and they would cut out their insides, or they mm-hmm. would, um, you know, um, have them infected with syphilis, or whatever the case may be, just to stop the population growing. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. so many things. It's just like, why? How do you have so much hatred for a person? Like, how do you even come up with so many devious things to do to a person and then blame us for reacting about it? Mm-hmm. You know, coming back and then doing the same thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to sit here and do the same. I'm going to do all this stuff too. It's a double sword. Like, literally, it's, it's a double standard, period. All the stuff that we do now is literally the same stuff they have been doing to us for many of many of years. But it's okay for them. It's always justified for them to do it. And that's, that's the point. That does, that's what people are trying to get through. Like, how is it okay yeah. for you? But it's and not the okay. Number one, the number one thing right now that I've noticed, especially in, in Atlanta, and they did it back in the day, was to demean the black man. Back in the day, you used to fuck them, you used to fuck their women, you used to separate their children. And now what are we doing? We want you to be gay. We want you to have purses. We want you to be in a dress. We want you to do all of the things that diminish you as a man. We don't want you to treat your wife right. We want to put you in jail so she raises her kids by herself. Like it, it's all made to separate the black man and the black woman because all we all know that when we all come together as one, whether you be man and woman, that you are one and you are the most powerful. Mm-hmm. It's always about separating us not knowing our education or where we come from it or that jumping over a broom back in the day signified our unity together. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Our parents jumped the broom. Hmm? So our parents jumped the broom. Yeah, both. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm going to put it is that whatever happens is that they say that we're what, casualty award? That's exactly what's going to happen to everyone's businesses and whatever else if this keeps going. It's just going to be a casualty award because that's what's going to have to happen. I'm to the point where I'm not out there doing it, but I'm to the point where I'm I'm tired. Yeah, and and the best thing that I've honestly seen, um, I forgot who came up with this. I think it was... um, I forgot the name, the guy's name. It was a, a singer or whatever. But he was saying what we need to do is come up with um, like flags or something like that for Black-owned businesses. Yeah. You know, the last thing that we're trying not to do is tear down our own thing. 
but it's one of those things that like if we're if it's not made known you can't really get upset because you didn't go out of your way to make it known that this is a black owned business right it should have been it should have been known from the jump we're exactly and a lot of times because because of black uh because of our culture in general we're so oppressed that we're not used to having our own to that point you're not used to seeing a lot of black businesses Mm -hmm. in general because we're taught not to have that so or we're taught not to cater to our own people. Exactly. We're taught to not. Well, even even I was just in. I check out all the different diverse um, grocery stores. I went to the Hong Kong grocery store and I went to the Indian Mall. Even at the Indian Mall, they have all their beautiful clothing, but they're on white women, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're gonna promote your your culture and your creativity and something that you made from hand, why not model your children? My, why not model your brothers and sisters? Do you really think that I'm not going to model all of my friends and all their different shades of colors and their different sizes? Do you think when I make a 1B company that my sister and my other two younger sisters aren't going to be a part of it? It's all about, it's like they want you to, they want you to get out there and they want you to be on your own, but they want to be in control of who you're selling it to, too. Yeah. Well, it's With just that. like how a lot of influencers now appropriate Black culture, and then when they're called out for it, suddenly it's like oh I wasn't doing anything wrong you know and like you see you see it all the time especially in like mainstream media and that's a lot of the problem I have with like people like Kylie Jenner who everybody loves Kylie Jenner but like the whole Kardashian family appropriates it that what's that girl's name bad baby Daniel Bergoli the catch me outside girl. oh yeah she's like she doesn't even look like and, the same little girl that she was but people will defend these people they will defend them and not see why it's wrong and then not understand why getting box braids as a white woman, it, that's, not, that's not necessarily it's not, a problem. It's not that I'm mad. That's not the point. But you don't, get a, you don't get to get away with it. If I did it, people would be like, oh, it looks so pretty. It looks so nice. If you do it, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, what did you do to it's your like, hair? It's, it's, it's more about, right. with me, it's more about I don't care who does it. It's just more of just, Make sure you know what what it Where, is that you're wearing so that you can demonstrate it. Like, I used right. to wear Bantu knots at work, and my boss came and was like, oh, I like your little star buns. I was like, they're not star buns. They're actually called Bantu knots. So, like, I'm not going to get offended because you probably right. didn't know, but I'm, I'm going to educate you. And that's what the Kylie Jenner, you know, the Jenner should do. If you wear a hairstyle, you should say, hey, guys, I'm watching this really, really different cultured style. It's actually called this. I really, really, really like it. That's how you approach it, approach it right. instead of just rocking something and not saying a goddamn thing. And then you get you culture shocked when people come in your DMs trying to check your ass. Because right. it's just about being respectful. Like, just be respectful. Because yeah, no. I didn't know yeah. that those things was called Bantu Knots until I did my own research. Right. It's not and so the much the hair, the hairstyle oh, that bothers me. It's them intentionally making their skin look darker mm-hmm. that yes. bothers me. Then then you want to get defensive, like the when you said the bad baby girl, like <laughs> you're wearing our hairstyles, you're making yourself look darker, but then in a the video you want to say, who wants to be black? Mm. That right. bothers me. Apparently you yeah. want to be black if you're doing all that. But what's crazy is, is the fact that they'll sit here and try to make themselves darker, right? But then yet we have in Africa where they're bleaching their skin. Bleaching their skin. 
it's like you're trying to reverse the culture and everything else, but you love taking from us in mm-hmm. general. And you then like you get upset once everybody starts adapting everything else. The thing about the thing about black culture is, <clears throat> and this is and I'm not speaking about anybody, I, I can't speak about anybody else's culture but my own because that's just who I am, right? So the thing that I know about my people in general is is the fact that we pick up everything quick, you know. We learn how to kind of pick up stuff and then make it our own. We don't mm-hmm. take what somebody else has and then just say, oh, we copied it and this is us and all that stuff. Like, no, we enhance it, you know, whether it's clothes, whether it's food, whether it's dancing in general. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's who we are. Like, if you look back in history and all that stuff, we always knew how to dance. We always knew how to express ourselves, mm-hmm. you know. We always knew how to express ourselves through hairstyles. We always knew how to express ourselves through clothes. Um, even markings on our body are beautiful. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I mean, I had to tell my own dad that it's with the food. Hush puppies are called hush puppies because that's what they threw at the dogs to hush them when they were running from them, like running as slaves. Mm. So like they even had nicknames for food that people don't even realize that was incorporated in the stuff that slaves used to deal with back in the day. And another thing is, you know, they used to mock us for our lips, our body types, but now you see them, they're imitating that now. They're getting fillers mm-hmm. for their lips. They're getting surgery just to have our body types. It's crazy. Exactly. I mean, what was that thing going on? The Kylie Jenner lips or something like that? Yeah. She had fillers. Yeah, and then like, she took yeah. her fillers out. Yeah, and put them back in. Oh, she put them back in. Boy, she, put them back in. she had to set them lip kits, girl. She had to set them lip kits. She took everything from a black woman, and that's but, the whole thing. I've only seen her sit there and give credit to the black woman that she took it from one time, and that was Heather Sanders. She then took everything from mm-hmm. the main hair, the colored hair, everything from what she wears. That's exactly why the Kardashians started buying from her. She got, she's the first woman, I think, to have a black boutique on Melrose. Wow. Which is Sorella Boutique. Shout out to Sorella, because I found <laughs> I think so many people are getting, uh, I think right now is a big culture shock for a lot of people. We're starting to see really how racist America really is. And it's not even to say, like, a, you know, so many people say it's not even about all white people. It's no, really not. No. It's just no. about the ones that are racist and everything else. And I mean, I have, I wouldn't even call people like friends, really. I have people that I know that are white that I'm either associated with or maybe friends with that have hit me up and we've had debates and I've educated them on stuff. Like, yo, like, this is not what it's about. This is what it really is about. And you got to understand that. And until that's understood, I don't care what happens. You understand? And I even have to tell my own mom that, like, we had a discussion in regards to the the cop getting killed, uh, not well, I guess it was a cop. I thought it was a protester that got killed in Vegas, and then the cop got shot. I don't know what it was, but she asked me how I felt about. It. I was like, honestly, my level of care for that cop getting shot is here, versus my level of care for my people getting killed is up here. Mm-hmm. You understand? I, it's he not that I chose that job. You yeah, know, he chose. Exactly. He know he, there was a chance. You knew what like, your line of work was and what it entails. Just like you know anybody that that sister and is in the in the military and also my brother's in the military he knew what he signed up for when he had to go over to iraq mm-hmm. you understand whether we find for our people whether we find for our nation whatever you knew what you were signing up for and if you did not want to be a part of what was going on then you should have just left 
at the end of the day, at the end of the day, people don't understand. When COVID nineteen hit and it devastated the world and it put the world on pause, the only reason it put the world on pause is because so many people worry about money. Right. Oh, it wasn't of- just that. Oh, it no. wasn't just that. This was planned. The doctor no, no, was behind. No, no, that, no, that no, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying the reasons to it. I'm saying the reason why people were so upset about. Oh, I can't go outside. Or I can't do this. It was all based off of financial stuff. Because oh somebody- yes. Yeah, because the only like, people that were wondering this were the people that were already oppressed prior to, because they exactly. was already doing it. Was nothing new like to this. us. It was nothing new okay. to the people that were already living paycheck to paycheck or just lost their jobs. The thing about Thank it is, you. and I said, if, if all the world leaders woke up and just said, "Yo, money has no value, and we are all equal," right? Mm-hmm. So many people would have been relaxed. So many people could breathe at that time and wouldn't mm-hmm. be stressed out because if you really sit, if you sat down and took the time, like, why am I so stressed out? Oh, I can't pay my bills. You're not required to pay your bills right now. It doesn't matter what they say. They can't turn off your lights. They can't cut your water off or anything like that because we're all going through it, you know? And it's one of those people, like, people don't understand that, like, it's just so much that's going on that people don't realize the true purpose of just sit your ass still and really embrace everything of what's going on and understand, like, yo, like, we are in, crucial times right now and it it just sucks like it really does but it's just a level of care be prepared for a man-made one and all vaccine because that's what was made this this was what this is all about this was about scaring everybody into going back into trusting the government so they can push a 2020 2021 all health agenda it's going to be a vaccine that's going to incorporate the um covid all the swine flu all the flus that we ever encountered they're gonna put it all in one vaccine and they're gonna make you have it before you get on a plane before you leave the state before you leave the country that's the whole point it was to scare the shit out of everybody and then oh come back come back we're gonna take care of you we're gonna have a vaccine ready y'all don't even have the vaccine ready for the cure that y'all started out here y'all started this yeah, this was all. This was all. But see, all even though, um, what was the doctor's name that got killed? Um, doctors that had the cure to AIDS and Dr. HIV, huh? Dr. Sebi. Sebi. Yeah, Sebi. yeah, exactly. All this stuff was there, but the thing about it, they wanted money for it. They wanted money for the information that he had. You know, they've been had the cure for can- they know yeah, the cure it, for cancer. They just don't want to start chemo exactly because it's so much. Everything is drove by money. As soon as people people get they they look at me crazy when I'm in the hospital because I'm never wearing my mask. I'm never wearing my mask when I'm outside of work. The only time I'm wearing my mask is if when I'm in a room with a patient one on one because at that point in time they can sneeze, they can cough or something, and I it can be ingested. But as far as me walking around, being in my car, being in my house, separating myself from my parents when I get sick, I'm not doing that. Because who you were prior to is what you will become in the end. If you were fat and unhealthy and didn't watch your weight and didn't care about what you did, then yeah, you could die. But if you're a healthy person and you eat healthy and you get out and you get sunlight and you eat sea moss and you do the things you're supposed to do, you'll be fine. I, I, I was working the whole time. I never took one day off, not one. And I've never been exposed to anything. And I was just in the hospital on Tuesday for a panic attack. And they're like, have you been tested for COVID? Do you want to be tested for COVID? No. And don't put that. I'm here for COVID. Because the new law is 
that if you come in and you have any symptoms as far as shortness of breath, as far as high, uh, a fast heartbeat, can't taste anything, or some any type of sinuses, allergies, oh, you have COVID. That's why the numbers keep rising, because they're telling the doctors to put that on your record, that you have it, even though you don't want to be tested, even though you denied testing. It's crazy. It could be you. I don't even really know what the numbers are because when I was in the hospital, I asked them, so are y'all busy? No, it's been really slow. It's just been slow ever since COVID. Yeah, because nobody's coming because nobody's really that sick. They're healing outside of the hospital because y'all are killing them in the hospital. I just feel... Especially with the COVID thing, I feel that extremely for the people that have lost someone this year recently that weren't able to go to the funeral or weren't able to be mm -hmm. there. Like, I can't people imagine. are being killed by, by I, I, ventilators and, and, and by to a loved one, you know, just seeing them lead them in the hospital by themselves with no one I around. Mean, they like, they had in a face. They had a man outside of the United States where they trapped him in the room with his dead sister's body because they refused to go get her body. He's literally in video begging, get me out of here. And she's wrapped up in a dead body bag behind him in the video. What? Crazy. <sighs> That's crazy. Mm. I want to say um, one thing that needs to happen, I feel, is that, of course, right now, our Black men are being murdered. So right now, like, you know, I'm worried about our Black men, but I'm also worried about our Black women as well. Right, because my thing, have y'all heard about Breonna Taylor? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. My thing is, this is an EMT who was sleeping in her own house our own house. And y'all busting in looking for someone who was already in custody. And y'all shoot this woman eight times. Eight times? In her own home. And, and they then still try to charge her boyfriend. For having a gun and pulling it yeah. on cops. He was, he was, he was defending himself. House. Right, he was defending himself. That's self-defense. So y'all are trying to charge her for defending him, himself and his girlfriend. Y'all bust in their house. And then my thing is, it's like, you know, that was kind of, um, nobody really knew about that until, you know, started getting no coverage. So it's like, how many other, you know, black men or black women or black children have died and we don't know about it because there's no video. I mean, or even within this, within this week since George uh, Floyd has passed, uh, within this week, I think three to about three to five black men have already been killed. They killed one guy in Louisiana uh, while he was serving officers which is crazy. He served officers free meals during the protests and they killed him in his own business. Um, was this the guy with the barbecue? Know about that. Uh, yeah, this is, I believe this guy with the barbecue and everything else. They were shooting and he was actually trying to get his niece away. Right? Yeah. And they shot and killed him. And um, I mean, there's been, uh, there was a rapper that was killed in Louisiana, I believe it was, uh, because the officer thought he had a gun. Um, but he had his cell phone. That's another thing that irritates me is, is that's something that happens far too often that we're killed for a phone or a brush. 
you know, of something of the sort that you, you don't have the eyesight to one see, you know, what that is. But then also I feel like we got to start putting, we have to stop putting ourselves in those positions. Like yeah, there's you, no reason why you should your have hands should phone. be in your pocket or anything. Right. If you need you to reach in your pocket, you better tell somebody before you do it. Don't exactly. move so quickly. Like I even then, even then, where people will have their hands up saying, "I'm, you know, I'm, I'm complying, I'm complying," and they yeah. still get shot. There was yeah. many videos in the last couple but of I mean, years that showed that. It's and then it's also we're nervous at that time. You can be nervous at that time, too, because you're yeah. scared something might have happened. in those times, you have to know how to think clearly. Like, I've had a situation where it was in Vegas, and this was probably about 20 years ago, I think, that there was a black, there was a young black kid that, I, I don't even remember how, if he did or not, but there was a young black kid that was, um, had a warrant out for his arrest for supposedly killing a white kid immediately Vegas was on like on hunt mode for this kid. They found him and he decided to run. Uh, while his hands were handcuffed behind his back, he decided to run. They shot and killed him instead of just chasing him down by hopping back in the car and like cutting him off or something. They just shot and killed him. Why? Because they felt he killed a, he, they felt he killed a white kid. Shortly after that, I got pulled, I didn't get pulled over. I got pulled up on by SWAT. Uh, probably a week later, I got pulled up on SWAT at the Buffalo Wild Wings with one of my ex-girlfriends at like one o'clock in the morning. Mind you, I just finished eating, just finished paying my food, and all we're doing was sitting in the car talking. But an unmarked vehicle came up, um, <clears throat> an unmarked vehicle money truck came up and told them that we look suspicious. They called the cops on us, SWAT walked up on me and had their guns pointed at my head. And they told me to reach for my wallet. And I simply told them, I said, fuck no, I'm not reaching for my wallet. I was like, y'all just shot this kid in the back not too long ago. I was like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? I'm gonna reach for my wallet. I was like, you can grab my wallet. My hands are literally on top of the roof at this point. Like, they're not in the air. It's just, I glued my hands to the roof. I said, anything that you want, you can grab off of me. I'm giving you permission, but I'm not moving from this point. I honestly thought I was going to probably get shot and die that day. And so this, this was SWAT? This like, was SWAT. Not... Oh. This is, this is a tactical force. SWAT drives around, but they don't always drive around. They don't always drive around in an armored vehicle and body armor and all this other stuff. They drive around with just straight tactical vests. ARs mm -hmm. holding on to them and everything else. And they look like normal citizens just with, you know, protective gear. That's basically what it is. But they walked up on me and everything else. And um, me and my ex, and she was shaking and she was panicking. I told her, I, I was in the heat of the moment. I told her to shut the fuck up. Just listen to what they're about to say and everything else. And she didn't know what was going on. But because, because of the lifestyle that I grew up in, I knew the signs to look out for. You understand? I knew as a black man what to look out for. I knew, I know how to tell an unmarked vehicle, like an undercover cop vehicle driving around and following me versus just a regular ass citizen. You understand? So it's one of those things, like I know when I'm about to be pulled over. Nobody should ever, excuse me, nobody should ever know these things that in life in general, like it's not something you should be prepared for. But to not be able to make any sudden movements, I have to, I have to literally stick my hands out the window. I have to, like find a way to not make my hands touch the rest of my body at this point so that I can't get shot, but still know that I could get shot because I'm a threat. 
whether I have, I'm laying down. What is it? I seen an officer. This is an old video. He's in New York City. Two cops wrestling a guy against a car. And because he's overpowering them, not to the point that he's pushing them off of him, but to the point that they can't get their hands, you see the officer reach for his gun and just shoot him twice because he wants him to stop moving. Why do you have to shoot him? Why can't you tase him? Why can't you just figure out well, another means? I had, I did have this conversation with a couple of black officers out here that are currently on duty. And I asked them straight up, if you see a black guy or any type of guy running from you, like in my mind, I'm going to try to shoot them, you know, in the leg or maybe in the foot, you know, try to slow them down, not necessarily right. kill them. And I asked them that. And they said that they are trained to shoot in the back first and the head second. That is that is order. They said if they do not do that, they said they are drawn to kill and they have to hit those areas. That's that's what a black officer told me. I was like, do you think that that's right? He's like, no, I don't think that that's right, but that's how we're trained. It's one in the back and two in the head. That's how they're trained, no matter if they're running away or nothing. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot in the leg, but what you're going to get is suspended and your pay taken from you. Because you didn't do what you were trained to do, which is in the back and two in the head. And that's the same thing, which is, and this is not no conspiracy. So which is army style. Right, which is not, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but it's the same thing why people felt like the guy that they said that killed Nipsey Hussle was not the guy that actually killed him because of those style that he got shot. He got shot three in the chest and, and one or twice in the head. No, no and gang that's, member. That's army and, and police style. Yeah, and no, and no gang member is going to do that unless he already has, like, some type of background that involves in that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's more, there's, there's definitely levels to this stuff. There's definitely a lot more going on behind the scenes and everything else, but that's what they're trained for. They're trained to kill, not protect and serve, and they feel like because right. they have the tools to do so, you know, it's a sense of empowerment. You feel like, any, you put a gun in anybody's hand, they're going to feel like they're stronger than the next person. Yeah. You know? Because now I have a, a way to instant kill you without having to do any type of effort. I don't have to even break a sweat to do so. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these cops that are out here are only big and bad because they have a gun. As soon as you strip them from all that stuff, they ain't nothing but a bitch. Straight up. Nope. You know, and these are kids that are bullied yeah. in high school or people that have bad lifestyles. They don't know any other way to take out their anger and know that they can get away with it without having a badge on. And that's why I tell people, I don't see a badge. It's like, I don't see color. I see everybody in different colors, but I don't see you as an actual color in general. I think, I think the best movie that describes that is the experiment where they took classmates and made seven of them prisoners and seven of them yes. police officers. Oh, the Stanford prison experiment. Yes. And yeah. I it literally, called? it's called the Stanford Prison Project. And basically what they did is they turned during the summertime, a college campus into a jail, and they randomly picked seven, seven guys to be the prisoners and seven guys to be the police officers. And I and tell you, classmates. there's two different versions. There's like the all white version, and then there's another version where they have Forrest Whitaker in it playing a police officer, and he actually gets turned on by being malicious and violent towards the prisoners like there was guys that were actually getting turned on by it and actually like at the end of it when they interviewed them because they posted the real interviews they were saying I felt like we were in a real jail I felt like I was a real cop and they literally were trying to make these people eat their own shit 
They uh, would put them in this small closet and bang on the door, scream on the door, took all their, um, you know, mattresses and stuff. It was like a real live prison war, prisoners against the cops. And it's such a good, you know, in, in informative movie that really shows how someone's authority in some type of jobs can really diminish them as who they are personally. Oh, they let the power get to them, to their heads. Yeah. Mm, yes. And it can happen as our presidents, as our bosses. Like my, my former boss was a, a blame, a blamer boss. If he couldn't find, if, if he had to put the blame on anybody else but him, and that was his thing. And some people just think that when they're in that higher power that, that it works for them. But at the end of the day, like, it doesn't. It, it shows. People pick up on stuff like that. Yeah. That's one of the things I've always said. You can put anybody. Getting high off of being authority. A yeah, dictator instead of authority. In a high position. But it doesn't mean that they know what it takes or how to move in that position. You know, anybody can have that title. Anybody. We can literally just, you know put anybody as a cop on the street and everything else, but it doesn't mean that they're going to know how to be an officer. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why we keep telling people it's not about white people. It's about the fact that racist people have a badge and are abusing it and are literally getting away with murder, you know, and then it's like they're laughing, joking about it, or they're getting tattoos about, you know, having a, a clique of cops and all that stuff you know, killing Blacks and other minorities. Yeah, I mean, you even have to watch this all over media. Trump does this all the time. This means white power. That's what that means. And when you see people do this and this all day long, I'm picking it all up. I'm picking it up yeah. because they're doing it on purpose. They're trying to show their loyalty to people that are either watching or behind them to say like, hey, don't believe what I'm saying because this is what I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's just, there's so much that can be talked about that it's just like, it can never be done in a lifetime because there's just so much, you know, and it's just, it's it's like every time that they're, you think you're done talking about it or you think that you're even making a dent in talking about it, something else comes up, you know, or something else gets brought to light. And I think we got a little too comfortable having a black president was one thing. We got comfortable and thought that we were going somewhere with that. And we didn't, we got somewhere and we made a lot of great improvements, but they were only at the surface. We Mm. have to get down to the the ocean floor to really do damage and to really see overall growth for not my own family, but my, you know, people behind me and my future children and, and so forth. Yeah, exactly. But I honestly don't feel racism. I tell people this to this day. I don't think we're going to get the necessary changes that we need. I don't think it's ever going to happen, to be honest. And I tell people the only way that any of this racism and all this stuff stops is when all humankind is gone. That's the only way this is going to stop. Yeah, and you lose your, like, credibility as a rich man or whatever it may be. Or we're all sitting here as wise, picking fruits and shit out of the damn uh, garden for our husbands and we're all eating together then y'all will realize that Gucci outfit that you had on 2,000 years ago don't mean shit Sarah go get the potato <laughs> out the damn garden for Bobby okay I'm just saying like that's it's gonna be like when you know what's that movie that was based in Atlanta um zombies and all that and we're all living off of each other and 
you know, like be it's gonna be back to the day. You better learn how to plant. You better learn how to shoot, a, shoot and swim and all of that. I don't want to yeah. hear no more. Eighty-five percent of black people can't swim. Y'all better learn. <laughs> I can swim. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> learn. Like all jokes aside, there was a there was a family, a black family that had a family reunion by a lake. Two fell in, twelve drowned, trying to save two. So start learning how to fish. Start learning how to plant. Start learning how to cook. Start learning how to do your own nails because that whole oh i'm going over to my no no you gotta learn how to do it on your own because we're going back to the slave days the real days mm-hmm. i ain't ready for them days yet. <laughs> me I'm and chelsea ready. talked about it before of just buying property and putting small homes on our own property and just living with our own family and producing our own you know, produce and meats and vegetables and stuff. Because at the end of the day, ain't nobody going to come bother you. That's why people move all the way out there because they don't need police. They got guns. And yeah, I'm definitely getting a gun. I'm going to get my license. I'm going to get a gun. And you best believe you walk up in anywhere here, I'm going to put about five into you. It don't matter who you are or what color you are. I want to get my permit. I feel like I feel more safer with my partner. I got a cell phone taser. It looks like a cell phone, but it's a taser. <laughs> so I'm it's ready. I'm like, I'm gonna call my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh-uh. It's crazy. But um, you know, I wanna do take a moment of silence here for, you know, all the victims right now of, you know, pro- police brutality and civil injustice like let's just take a moment for those all right and i want to thank y'all all for you know coming and chatting with us here on the podcast and giving us y'all views and y'all opinions we definitely appreciate it um thank you know, we might do another part to this if y'all would be down. Oh, yeah. I'm always down. I'm always down to yell at a screen and tell my thoughts and facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to bring everyone back. We're just going to bring, because right now I think we're only missing Katie, Daryl, and Booker. So we're going to bring everyone back for a part three. All righty. All right. Thank you, guys. Oh, one last thing. One last thing before we wrap this up. If any white people are watching this, do not praise your other white friends for not being a racist. That is not something that you need to praise people for. There should be a basic, that is like it's setting a basic a requirement. Floor. Thank, yes, exactly. I'm so tired of seeing other white people praise their white friends. Like, oh, I'm so glad you're not a racist. Like, I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah exactly get a get a clue that's it that's it well thanks for yes. coming to my ted talk yes <laughs> yes